Welcome to track number 5 of The Beautiful Job. Everybody here must know the eight tenets of the beautiful job. The beautiful job is described in different ways. Like for instance, if I describe what is a doctor's job, you say, oh, it is OPD, clinic, surgery, uh, emergency room, ward rounds, and there's four things that we always do. Okay? Now, on our t-shirts or on our banner, we have these words, feed, gather, carry, lead. And it's a good job. But everybody should know the basis, or we sometimes use the word PVCI, or PVTI, depending on what you want to use. These are things you must know in a very clear way. As somebody said, what is the beautiful job? And it's not something new. It's something that the beautiful job is the job of a shepherd or a pastor. What are the things that they do? There are eight. Is this four? Feed, gather, carry, lead. And then PBCI. Prayer, visitation, counseling, interaction. These are the four things. And four, four plus four makes eight. Okay? So I'm telling you that in other churches, you may not, they may not sit down and teach you what are the things to do if you are a pastor or a shepherd. Okay, so now I want everybody to know the basis because I'm going to let Dr. Go do a special test. And he's going to point to you and he's going to say, feed. Then you immediately give the scripture that shows that a shepherd must feed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to point to you and say, interaction. Then you immediately bring the scripture. Yeah, the scripture that the scripture basis where we say PBCI. Prayer, visitation, counseling, interaction. When I come, you say, shepherd, interaction. Then you, just like how you say, Monday, then you come up with a scripture. So I will just give you the scripture so that when the exam comes, you can pass. Isn't it? Because as I'm saying, you are trembling, isn't it? Because you don't know where or how to find the scriptures. You, you know that, you know yourselves. You know yourself. Is it not true? Is it not true? You are, you are hearing beautiful job, beautiful job. Beautiful job. Actually, where do we find this beautiful job? And that is what I'm trying to show you. So, I don't want to give you an exam that you didn't have the notes. So, I'm giving you the notes. And then, when we point to you like this, feeding. Then you just... I right now, as you are, you are trembling because you, know, you don't know where, where you are going to mention isn't it? So shall I give you the apostle that you have it? Mm-hmm. Turn to Isaiah chapter 40. The beautiful job in Isaiah. I'm going to read from verse 9. O Zion, that brings good tidings. Get thee up into the high mountain. O Zion, O Jerusalem, that brings good tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold your God. 
Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work is before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. That's where you see, feed like a shepherd. You see, that's what a shepherd does. So, Isaiah 40, verse what? 11. is giving us four of the beautiful job descriptions. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm. Gathering people is the work of a shepherd. He shall carry them in his bosom. And he shall gently lead those that are with young. Amen. So in Isaiah, he, he describes the job of a shepherd. Isaiah 40, verse what? 11. He shall what? Feed them. Huh? So underline it. So what is a beautiful job? So you people, you say you go, what, what do you do? So we have our job description. There are eight points. Feeding the people like a shepherd. Gather them. You see, gathering is organizing people for meetings. You must be able to gather a small group. Tell her, look, we are meeting at 7 0. Will you be there? Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, child, come, I'll come. Yeah, tell me there. I'll call you. If you don't come, oh, oh I'll come. Tell this girl is worrying me. Okay, I'll be there. And the person come. You can't gather. There's something wrong with you. You are not a shepherd. Resign during the next coffee break. Resign. Then you carry. Some you are gathering, they are not gathering. You go and you lift up. You uproot and you carry it, huh? So, boy, let's go. We are going back. And you physically go to them, bring them, carry them. One of our pastors, I remember, Bishop Saki was preaching, and as he preached, he was standing there. He had not given his life to Jesus. And he t- you, give your life, come. Yeah. This is what he said. If you want to give your life, he said, you are not listening. He said, you, 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 give your life, come. And he brought him out of the gutter and he gave his life to Christ. Yeah. And he's a pastor. Wow. So then, so sometimes you are gathering, they are not gathering, you have to force them to, to carry them. I'm at a fastball at Gorica too much. I'm at a force ship into your, into your membership. Yeah. What do you think? So carry. So when I say carry, carry them. Verse. Forty eleven. Huh, that's all. And I know that you know where your job is fishing. Don't just listen to what I'm saying. It is not in the Bible. And this is I'm telling you, I told you it's a personal somebody's personal letter that we have gone to seize from his drawers and we are now going through. It's not a public letter. It's private. And then lead. Leadership is the act of making people close to you, far from you, do what you want them to do. That's the art of leadership. You lead, you make people follow you, who are far, who are near, who you see, who you don't see. When you are present, when they are not present, they are doing what you have asked them to do. It's the art of leadership. And I've got a whole book. It's not something you can just start and end. There's a whole book called The Art of Leadership. 
And so that's why the art of leadership is a pastoral book. It's not a business book or a political book. It's a pastoral book for pastors and shepherds and people who want to work for God. But all the principles of leadership can be used in politics and can be used in business and can be used in developing a country. That is why somebody like me can have ideas and contributions to help Ghana if they will listen, if they want to. Yeah. Because in my own world, we have a nation. We have citizens who pay tithes or taxes. We use the money to develop. We have people that we pay. We have international congregations. It's like people, Ghanaians, who live outside Ghana. Yeah, we have all this under our control. We have buildings, schools, hospitals, orphanages, church buildings. And we care for the people and we look after them. It's like a mini little nation. Yeah. So they, they could also learn something from us if they were open to learn. But it's not written for them. It's written for the church. And we, the church, they, if they are wise, can learn from it. Just like how the church has also learned certain things from the world's secular way of doing things. Are you listening to me? So feed, gather, carry, lead. Now let's go to PVCI. When I say P, then you must come with the scripture. Otherwise, uh, it's a problem. It's coming. Should I give you the apostle? I should start asking P, prayer. Apostle first. Okay, P. Acts chapter 6. You see? I'm saying something wrong there now. Now, and in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplied, Acts chapter 6 verse 1, Amen? There arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them, and said, It is not a reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. We are not any her prefects. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint unto this business. Okay? Now this is Apostle Peter speaking on. I'm about to give you two more keys of the job description. And this is Apostle Peter speaking. Apostle Peter himself, or the first Pope. This is our first Pope. He said in verse 4, this is the verse you need to know. We, we, we the popes. We the popes, we the pastors, we the priests, we the apostles, we who have worked with Jesus. We will give ourselves to what? Prayer. You see, that's the first prayer. I want to say PBCI. You see, a work of a pastor is number one, prayer. That's where we get the word PBCI. We will give ourselves to prayer. And that's why prayer is a job. That you are supposed to do. And that's why I've been teaching you about tongues. And that's why I say Thursday night is what? Tongues night. Friday night is tongues night. When I say, Friday what do you eat? Then you say, whatever. Friday what do we eat? What do we do? Tongues night. Every Friday. So we the apostles and the pastors, we will give ourselves to prayer. So when I ask you, what is it? When a person from another church asks you, from Pentecostals, 
uh, International uh, Ministry of Delightful Angels Congregation. And because I said, so what you are taught, so how do you become a We were given a job description, a beautiful job. We are told that it's a beautiful job. And the job description has been given. P is number one. Prayer. And where, where, where do you find it? Acts 6, 4. Then, PBCI. Okay? V. Let's go to the V. Before we come to the C. Before we come to the I. V. Jeff, I should give you that, Paul. Yeah. You sure? You sure you want that, Paul? Yeah. Jeremiah 23. How many, you are, how many realize that you didn't know the V? Jeremiah 23, verse 1. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. Saith the Lord. Huh? Therefore, that saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors. Is this one of the few places where you hear pastor, pastor, pastor? I'm against the pastors that feed my sheep. You have scattered my flock and driven them away, which is opposite to this gather and carry and lead. Is that that's why it's against the pastors? That feedback. You have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. This is English language. I am bored with the pastors because they have not visited the sheep. Is it, is it in English? Can you understand it? Jeremiah chapter 23 verse what? Verse, verse what? Verse 2. I am bored with the pastors because they have not visited them. They didn't visit them. It's clear. I don't know ambiguity. And it is because it's a good thing to visit. That is why we have... Don't be silly. It's because Jeremiah 23, 2 says, God is angry with the pastors because they have not visited them. That is why we believe visitation is a work of a shepherd or a pastor. Go to their room, not WhatsApp them, and not Voxer them, not Instagram them. Go to them in their room. When you go to the room, you see a boy lying on the bed. And you realize that, hey, things are not easy in the room. As we've come there, it's different from sending a WhatsApp or sending an Instagram or sending a text or Viber or what have you. How do you mean? Is a WhatsApp? Jesus had WhatsApped us from heaven. Do you think we'll be here today? WhatsApp the devil and tell him that, WhatsApp, what's going on? What's going on? How many are you taking to hell today? No, Jesus did not WhatsApp us. He came. I am angry with the pastors because they have not visited. Only WhatsApping them, twittering them. So, when I call you right now and I say, Carry, carry. Ah! Ah! Where is the water? Fire, fire! Anybody that I, I ask you and you don't know, you will you are going to be washed. 
Isaiah 40 verse 11. Isaiah what? Chapter 40 verse 11. 40 verse 11. Can you quote it? <laughs> Visitation. to give you. And then the exams will start. All who are feeling hot will feel wet. Now, PVC, C-O-T, which is counseling or teaching. What verse is that? Ten again, back to Act 6. See, the verses are few. Very few. We will give ourselves continual. We pastors, we popes, we priests, we shepherds will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. You see, the ministry of the word is counseling or teaching or preaching. So a pastor, his main work these two, the, the popes of those days, they gave the clear work of a pastor. They are not to be arranging food, organizing, disorganizing, going to buy contumbre, buying garlic, buying spices, and baggy cubes. No, 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 no. We are good to give ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. That's what I was teaching you earlier, how to preach. Preach the same thing. I'm trying to improve your ministry of the word. A ministry of the word is either personal or to a group like this. But it's the same thing. When you are good at talking one-to-one, you become good at talking to a crowd. Don't think because it's not a crowd. You, you, are not, you practice with one, then two, three, four, ten, six, eight, twelve, and it keeps getting bigger. Each one is a practice run for you. Yeah. There is a message I preached at a camp like this called Mega Church. 25 reasons you have. Not knowing I was practicing for my future ministry. Because I've been, I've been invited, because of that message, I've been invited to so many countries. Especially Latin and South America. It opened the door when I preached. 25, I just took my notes, what I preached at the camp, and I just started going to number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. I like that message because of that, that day. Yeah. So, ministry of the word. Ministry counseling, talking one-to-one, evangelizing one-to-one. How to talk to a rich man, how to talk to a poor man, how to talk to a white man, how to talk to somebody who doesn't believe in God, somebody who believes up to a point, somebody who is religious, somebody who is a Catholic, somebody who is a Muslim, different. You have to know how to, how to talk to a Jew is even different. How to witness to a Jew is another thing altogether. <laughs> yeah. Each one is practice, rehearsal. So that's where this best TBC, the popes, the first popes. Is it not the poop? It says, in those days, eh, the twelve called the multitude. 
Do you see? The twelve called the multitude and said, look, it's not, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's not reason for us to leave the word of God and serve tables. Look, find some guys to do this thing. We don't have time for such things. The, the, the Jews in Israel, they are supposed to go to the army. They told the, the government that, the, the priests, they said, we have no time for, to go to the army. We are here memorizing scripture. When I went to the holy war, the, the whatever war, I went underground. They have an underground there. You see the Jews, children, sitting there memorizing, saying the Torah. They are memorizing it. They are saying it, declaring it, saying it. They are sitting there, children and grown-ups, they are there, saying the wisdom, praying, praying about Jerusalem. Hey! And they said, the Hasidic Jews, they said, we have no time to join the army. Every Israeli master, they said, we cannot join, we have no time for such things. It's not, it doesn't make sense a pastor, a priest should go and do to the army. Nonsense. We are praying and giving ourselves to the ministry of the word. What do you mean? So when you are joining for the beautiful job, it's not drumming. It's not playing organs or singing. It's a ministry of the word. So when I say PBC, how many know the P? Huh? You know the P? And I say the V. Huh? You know the V? Where are you finding now? Jeremiah 23. Uh-huh. Better. Now the last one, interaction. Uh, you see? A pastor or a priest is supposed to interact with the people. Now what scripture is teaching us to interact with people? Uh-huh. And I say that it is BBCI. You must have a scriptural basis. You cannot just be saying words. Whatever it is a false doctrine or a cult. You are following something that is erroneous. Proverbs. Turn to Proverbs. Proverbs. Chapter 18. Hmm. You, you say you know everything. I don't want to complain. Proverbs 18, verse 24. That is the best for interaction. And it says, A man that has friends, or a man that has members. A man that has friends. Because your church always starts like friendship. By, by friendliness. And people that will come to your first group, they are your friends. That's why I say, my friends, are, they are my lifelong friends are from my campus fellowship. My wife is a member of my fellowship. My wife's roommate, Adelaide, she's also called Adelaide, was, my, my, was also part of the fellowship. And my wife's best friends, okay, Emilia and Elaine, from Wesley Girls, also became key members up to today. They are key members, and their beloveds and their husbands also became members. Your friends are the first people that start sticking close, and it starts to grow. And it's your interaction with them, with the friends that you have, that causes a group of friends to grow. 
until it becomes difficult for the group. Then each group of friends has a group of friends. But at least there's one connecting to themselves. So if you take those of you from Colombia, you are friends amongst yourselves. Uh-huh. A man that has friends must show himself friendly. And you don't show yourself friendly by sitting in your room or sitting after church. When you finish church, you close, you sit down, you close your... When people come around and say, Yes, 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 yes. Shibbelitabalashibbelit. No. Nobody is going to, nobody is going to relate. You have to get up and show yourself, Oh, hi. How are you? What's your name? And that's where we go into Interaction. Interact when you start to interact with people. Now, the book Transform Your Pastoral Ministry has four sections. The first section is on prayer. The second section is visitation. The third section is on counseling. And the fourth section is on interaction. This, this verse alone gives us the basis for the whole section of that book. That a person showing himself friendly like, oh, how is it? Oh, okay, my name is this, this and this and that and that. If I want to have friends even in the government, I have to show that I'm friendly to them. If I just sit and look, no one will ever be my friend in the government. I have to show myself friendly that I'm, I'm not an enemy. Yeah. That's how I will have friends. If I just sit aside, I will not show that I'm, friend, I'm, I'm a friend. I will, don't be surprised if I don't have any friend there. Yes. Don't be surprised if there's no one in your church. As you've made yourself Mr. Quiet or Madam Silent. Silent, Madam Silent, who has no, no talking. You don't speak. You are just there. You are not, no. Man of few words. Sister with no nothing to say. The only person you talk to is your, your husband or your beloved. Hmm? Look, brothers, let me just tell you a secret here. You know, a sister who doesn't relate with anybody, but only you, as a brother, when you marry her, you will have problems. Yeah. Because you can never satisfy her fully. So every day, even when you want to talk to other people, it will always be a problem. And you can never be happy in your mind by only talking to your husband or your wife. You will be tired. After some time, you have said all the things that can be said. And you will be looking at each other's face. You will be tired. Very soon you will be tired. So you, you need to still relate with other people even though you are married. So when you are married to somebody who, has, who is sticking to you closer than a brother and who can not speak to anybody in the church, anybody in the fellow, the only person the person knows, relates with, is only you. You mark my word. You can write it in your little book for the future. You will see that it's not going to be easy for you. Yeah. And such people, when you marry them, they cannot engage the congregation. Yeah, you see that the person is a wife. She has no... My wife, that is one of her gifts. Interaction. She will just interact. She will just be friendly with you. When I, when I started becoming a pastor, I am not, not the friendly type. She is the friendly type. People who even used to visit me, when they come to my house, they will be happy when I'm not there. She is there. <laughs> they are happy when they come and I'm not there. She is there. She will chat with them. Sometimes Bishop Taki, Bishop Taki used to tell me something. He said, look, when I ring your house and I, when I speak, I call your wife. 
I start to talk with her. I have called her about something. When I call her, she starts to chat with me. After about 30 minutes, I say, ah, why did I call? I called for a reason. I didn't know what the reason why I called. Yeah. She will just chat with you. And relate with you. You will not know that she's relating with you. That's interaction. As some of you, you have made yourself close pillars of salt. You never speak. You say, in my culture, we, don't, we, we show respect to elders. When we see elders, we don't speak this and that. Your culture is a bogus culture. Just grow out of that bogus culture and start speaking out. The Bible teaches us a man that will have friends, a man that will have members, he must rise up and show himself as a friendly or a nice flowing person around. Talking to people. How are you? So what's your name? Oh, I didn't know. No. Ah, last time you told me, oh, you are Simon Peter. Oh, okay. It's nice to know you. Okay. They said, ah, you are the brother of this. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, okay. And you are married to this. My wife, she will tell you everybody. My wife knows everybody. When I want to understand the news, I sit by her and I put on the television. Ask the people, this one is he's married to this one. He's got a child with this. This one is this one. She will tell me history of everybody who is on TV. And some of you, you are quiet. But because that lady talks to you, you think she talks. But it's only you. <laughs> when you marry, you will realize that she's sitting down quietly in the front. Silent night. After that, she's waiting there, standing, standing under a tree waiting. When you finish all those discussions, and she's waiting. And when you get to the house, the face has changed. Hush! I've been waiting, it's been two hours. What are you saying to the people? What's going on? What's going on? I've been waiting. I did see that she has gone. I said, I can't wait again. I'm tired. A person who has friends or members eh, must show herself there are some sisters here. No one will ever propose to you. It's true. And I can show you why. It's this verse. This verse is killing you softly. Mm-hmm. It's not that you are not beautiful. It's not that you are not beautiful. As of beauty, you are beautiful. Look, if you think that beauty is what makes you somebody have a beloved... See me after church. I will give you another private. I will take photographs of every wedding and show you. And you will see that as you compare, you realize that I'm nicer than this one. I'm nicer than this one. I'm nicer than this one. How come? Yeah. It takes more than your structure. Your structure. And your mid-arm circumference. And your mid-thigh circumference. And your bottom circumference. It takes more. And all these circumferences. You are not friendly. And you, are, you don't have friends. You don't have people who are proposing to you. You see, on average, at least 14 brothers must propose to you. Sit down. 
if you if you select or accept the first one, then the other fourteen will not come up. But as you keep rejecting, you see that God will send about fourteen. Yeah. That's if you are friendly. That's if you are friendly. Look, 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 let me let me let me let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Do you, you know King Ahasuerus? The husband of Mrs. Vashti. When he sacked her and he said, Collect all beautiful girls. I personally will choose. All of them will be coming. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. This one is like this, this one is like this, this one. At a point, maybe there will be ten types of girls. Big, small, fair, tall, big, this, small, that, this. Every director, they will see that it's about the same. How will you choose one? You just have to call and start talking to them. Or if they come into the night, when they bring them to the, to the house in the night, I'm sure King Haseros was lying in the bed. And then a new one will come. Are you sleeping over there? Take him on. I think there's a... Fire! No, he should stand up and receive the... Even made me forget what I was preaching. <laughs> One more time, fire! Finish him off. Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, it was lying in the bed. But by the time he was sitting in the room, in the bed, lying there, the new girl would come. <laughs> Hello, they will not even look at him. Because they had a standard nightie that they give to all of them. The same nightie, they all come the same nightie. I'm bored of you, you people are born. Each one will come and start... My love, hello, my darling, sweetheart, sweet darling, Haseros. I've missed you, Haseros. Hey, you've missed him. Where do you know him from? Where do you know him that you have missed him? Oh, sugar daddy. Hey, you are, you are, you are bringing a cream to rub his stomach. His pot belly, but he had a big pot belly, so we're rubbing. Oh, can I rub your pot? He will even be irritated until an intelligent lady comes who can talk to him. Remember, I taught you how to talk to a great person. Aha. That must have been the difference. That must have been the difference. Yeah. You see, some of you, if I, you cannot, I cannot marry you. If I marry you, we will be like people who are suffering from uh, this thing. Down syndrome. Do you know Down syndrome? <laughs> Do you know Down syndrome? We cannot speak or we can only sing in the house. We will only be singing in the house. I'll sing that you also sing. Oh God, I help me. 
Then you still use. Then you also sing another song. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. I want to, we cannot communicate at a certain level. Yeah. True or not true? Yeah. Until an intelligent girl comes along who can talk proper. So, you need to be... And so, the one who gets someone, you have to show yourself that way also. Yeah. So, those of you who don't have members, you don't interact, you are just sitting at home. And the people in this area, they are not into churches. So they are not into church. They are in this area. You see, as for NTC, they don't like... You see, a lot of boys come there because of their doctors. The doctors have been chasing them, and so the doctors they, they, they are worrying the girls. So because of that, when we speak to them, they don't listen. They don't listen. Look, everybody is like that. It is you who have not been able to break through. Yeah, you you are not friendly. You are not showing yourself friendly. You are not. You are not. You don't. You see, your interaction is zero. Yeah. You see how after church I can stay with you, interact with you, call this group, call these people. Talk to this. What is this one? I know all your names. Many of you. Many of you, I know your names. I didn't know your names a few months ago. Once I, once I decided I was going to be your shepherd, I started to know your names. And when I see you, I will not know your name. But now that I've decided that I'm your shepherd, I came and I said, okay, I am now the pastor. Do you remember? Sunday morning. And then I said, next week I'll give you the name of the church. Remember? Then I came and I said, it's First Love Church. I said, wow. Then I said, okay, who are the elders? Come, I want to see you. Who are the people who can sing? And I started to interact with you. Like that. And now I know many of you. But I didn't know you before. You see, as soon as I decide that I'm doing the work of a shepherd with you, I will start to interact with you. That's how come I know you now. Wow. So if you are going to be a shepherd, you have to start to show yourself. Even when you don't want to be friendly. You see the politicians, they show themselves friendly. They need votes. They need members. They need friends. It's your friend who will vote for you. Recently, I went to um, the National Thanksgiving service. And they have formed canopies like this. This way, this way, this way, this way, this way. When we finished the service, I was sitting on the podium. The president was in front there. When we finished the service, they said, Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the service. And the president is now going to leave. So then, when the president is coming, they have a motorcade car. These motors, they come, zoom, 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 about six of them. Then different, different cars. When they finished, the president, the car was stuck right here. Instead of the president to go to his car, he just told the vice president and said, let's go. And then he came down and started going around the crowds. Shaking hands with all the, the whole crowd, the whole congregation. He went around interaction. One, two, one, two, one, what is that? He forgot how they left the cars there. And went around here. Then he went down to the end and down to the end and down to the end and he came back. Interaction. Then he came back on the stage. When the cars had been packed, they're waiting for, they thought he was just coming to work. No. Where dog? He just passed like this one. And then he just came to the side. Then he came back to the stage. And most of the people had left the stage. But he came to those of us who were on the stage. Shook hands with me with two hands. He came. His wife came to shake hands. Vice President came to shake my hand. And others were all shaking and interacting. That's politics. 
They need votes and they need friends. As a pastor also needs members. And he needs sheep. And he needs people who are following him. That's how to do it. That's why you see them shaking hands. Don't just get away and get to your car and then zoom. Zoom. Are you a lion? Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? So Proverbs 18, verse what? 24. It says that what? And what's the second part? It says what? Why? Friends stick to you. Don't you want your members to stick? I said, don't you want your members to stick? Then become friends with them. That's why my friends are my pastors, my members, my people. They are my friends. So you stick. You stick. You stick. Wow. Is it fantastic? Is it wonderful? Is it amazing? Sticking. Sticking. See why, why people don't stick? And people in this area, they are not into churches. <laughs> people in this area, they are not into foreigners. <laughs> people in this area, they don't know if a woman is preaching. They don't like it at all. That is why my church cannot grow. You are the most unfriendly sister around. You are not interested in anybody. You don't talk to people. Once you've got your beloved, you are okay. It's I, my husband, or my beloved, and our two children, four of us. We are going to Noah's Ark. Forget about the rest. Noah's Ark of Salvation. It's just a family affair. Prayer. Act 6 4. Visitation. Jeremiah 23, verse 2. Interaction. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24. Counseling. Counseling. Um, Act 6 4. Carry, carry the people. Isaiah 40 verse 11. Lead them. Isaiah 40 verse 11. <laughs> Is that for working? Wow. So now, you now understand why I say that PVCI is the work of it. And so the whole of the book transform your past. Brother, stand up here. You are done for. You are done for. Okay, give us a song, give us a song.
Yeah.